Right. We're at the 5D Academy of Higher Consciousness. I'm Zarathustra. Uh, nice to see you all. Those of you who are viewing this broadcast for the first time, uh, my main platform is through my website. It's a Zoom application uh, that we use for our academy. And uh, if you want to directly get engaged in our different topics and have a conversation with me directly, then I would encourage you to uh, go to my website, zaratustra.tv, and sign up under the academy. And then um, we'll send you a link and a code, and you can join us and you can be a part of our daily, uh, weekly discussions. Uh, if you're viewing this through, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, I, I cannot be communicating with you live. The most powerful transmission of the teachings, it really happens into silence. It's not in the words. And uh, my teacher used to say this, and I just couldn't grasp it or understand it back in the day. Now I understand what he's talking about because there's no questions and there's no answer. There's, there's no thoughts. So then it becomes quiet and you fall into this state of bliss. That's even a definition of it. But you fall into this place that since there is no question and there is no answer, the story dissolves and disappears. And you're simply here. And in being here, you are just this pure observer. You're observing things um, and you're sensing things through your senses. You're hearing things, but there's no involvement with anything. You're not involved with it. You're simply here and available. And then the quality of life and the quality of your experience changes to something else it becomes very deep and profound yet in the meantime there's no story about it uh, what happens is that this understanding starts to get deeper there's a deepening into it in it as you go more forward and as you dive into it deeper it's like you're peeling the onion and you're going into a deeper layer of understanding of the whole thing. And in that is the moments that all of a sudden you are maybe getting, you're in an engagement with someone, with a family member or a friend, and they're telling you a story or there is something happening, like there is a, uh, drama in the world, there's a new story or the war or the pandemic or something that they're very concerned about or something that the media talks about or your friend or your family, a family member, you know, they're telling you about this story. They're really hyped up. And all of a sudden, you're going to see that your body is there and you, you're like outside. You're viewing your body, yourself, and you're viewing the person who's talking to you, but you're going to find yourself, you're not engaged in it. 
all of a sudden you can see like you're watching a movie with your body in it, but you're not in it. And the story that your family member is saying, and they're really engaged in it or whatever it is, you find yourself completely disconnected to it, to the story, not disconnected to yourself and your being. You find yourself completely disconnected to the story. And it may be very, very dramatic and they're suffering or they're angry or it's, it's, um, it's very real, but you're seeing through the, the illusion of it. You're seeing through that, wow, this is not, this is, this is just an image. An image is happening. And then this at times starts to happen more often. And then there are moments that your consciousness gets very identified with the story, whatever the story is, you know, oh, my child left me or my partner left me or, or my elderly mother is very sick and uh, I got to take care of her. My husband or son is having cancer and they're dying and, and, and you're in this story with them and in the midst of this really drama or catastrophe that your son is dying from cancer you find yourself outside of the story watching you being engaged with it with this your son but you just see like wow this is only a story i'm watching a movie and this starts to happen more often to you and you're supposed to be sad or crying or worried, but you're just, and you may pretend you're sad or worried or you're crying, but you're not, you're not sad or worried or happy. You're simply, it's like you're watching a, a movie on TV or on your computer. You're watching Netflix and you start getting more distant and more distant and more distant from the story of the world. And becomes more clear and more clear that it's simply whatever is going on, it's itself. It's all the self in this ever-going saga, ever-going drama of theater that it's playing for itself. It's like acting for itself constantly and make-believe. It's, it's a make-believe. It's imagining like it's real. So, you know, remember you were a kid, you're in your room and you're playing doctor and nurse or you are playing this game that, you know, let's say your, your auntie brought you a set of silverware or cups for coffee or tea. And now you have invited some guests to come over and you made tea for him. You're serving him with tea. You're talking about life. You remember those days you, you were playing these games, right? And, and you're just really immersed in this thing. Like your friends are visiting, you're serving them, you're talking about things, da 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 And an hour, an hour and a half goes by. And then your mom comes and opens up the, the door and he says, hey, Shadi, hey, Hilde, hey, Anita, come, come to lunch. Lunch is waiting. Okay, enough. Wrap it up and come. And then suddenly you're snapped out of your world. And you say, oh, okay, mommy, I'm coming for lunch. And then that whole thing that was happening 
it disappears and you just go have lunch. Maybe you come back and continue. Maybe you just want to play another game now. I was a boy, so I was playing, you know, Cowboys, Indians. I was playing Second World War, you know, uh, stuff, soldiers attacking each other. That, uh, you know, I was playing with those kind of toys, cars crashing to each other. And I would just be lost in it for two hours, three hours until my mom would come and call me and say, come, come to lunch, come to dinner. And then the whole story disappears. Same thing is happening right now. Exactly the same story is happening right now. And you do get glimpses of it because when you're dreaming, you're, you're having a dream. And in this dream, someone's chasing you, a tiger chasing you, someone who wants to catch you and hurt you, or some stories happening. Maybe you're having sex with someone in your dream. And you're married and you're not supposed to have sex with someone else, but it's really in the dream is happening and you're having fun. Or maybe, you know, have you had this dream like somebody's chasing you, you're trying to run away, but it, as, it's like as if you're walking in mud, you can't really get away from them and, they're, and you get angry, like you can't really run, they're getting closer and closer. But then you wake up and you realize it was a dream and you're so re you're very relieved. But how many of your dreams in your life do you remember? No matter how profound was the dream, by midday, you forget about it. Or a day or two after that, you don't remember that dream anymore. It's gone. It becomes non-existing. So the same thing is happening. And the more ridiculous the stories of life become, the more it gives you an opportunity to recognize that it's just a story happening, yet you can feel it, touch it, sense it with your five senses. And in the story, it may affect your economy, it may affect your health, it may affect your relationship. But when you come back to the truth of who you are, every single time you start to realize it. That is just a story. That's all it is. And it can't stay the same. It doesn't matter how profound the story is, whatever is the story, it, it cannot remain the same. It changes all the time. In whatever relationship with anything you have, because that's how you know yourself, through having a relationship with an object, with something else. That's how you recognize yourself and you measure yourself, and you identify yourself, because by itself, it has nothing to compare itself to. So it doesn't know itself. It needs something else to bounce against. So look at your life story. How many friends did you have from childhood to this point? How many of them are still in your life? How many people you fell in love? How many lovers you had in your life? How many people you partner with and you thought you're going to live your life with? How many businesses you engage in? What about your children? They're grown and gone. None of it stays the same. It's all continuously changing from one thing to another thing. Your body, as, as hard as you're trying to hang on to it, it's continuously changing from one thing to another thing, constantly is changing. Oh, I used to 
you know, sleep so well before, I don't know, I can't sleep anymore. I used to not be able to sleep very well, but now I sleep really well. I used to sleep till nine o'clock in the morning. Now I wake up at, at six in the morning. I don't know what happened. I used to be able to have a glass of wine, but now when I drink a glass of wine, you know, my body, I, I get a headache in the morning. I don't know what happened. So it's all changing constantly from one thing to another and another and another for good or bad. And then you enter in periods of life that everything is going great. You go into periods of life that things falling apart. And then it's season changes again. So you enter a period that you have a lot of people around you. And then you enter in a period that you're lonely and you don't have people around you. You're in, enter in a period in life that money easily comes to you or, or you've been broke and poor for a long time and all of a sudden money starts just pouring into your life. It con continuously changing from one thing to another all the time. And the proof is in a pudding. All you have to do is look back, re rewind the tape to your life and look at it. See if there's any consistency in it. If anything stays the same, and you see like nothing really stays the same. The only continuity in it is that change. That's guaranteed changing from one thing to another and another. Change is continuously happening. So one of the good, one of the things you can do is if you have any dramatic drama queens, friends, family, that they're into drama, and you've been practicing being still and silent, they're perfect uh, guinea pigs, even though they may bug you because they're too dramatic. Now you're really becoming silent, still and quiet, but they're perfect for you to measure things against. Like they're always talking about, oh, the, this is happening and oh my God. And yeah, we live in, in Warsaw and all these Ukrainian refugees have come and the gas prices have gone up and da, 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 I don't know what's going to happen in the future and Zaratustra, I don't know. Uh, and then you're still, you got used to being still and I'm on my retirement money and da, 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 da is happening and you're, you're getting still, you're really quiet. So you're just watching this person being really dramatic and you know, with this all energy, yeah, they're bugging you or they're sucking your energy. You're getting tired being around them. But in that moment, it gives you an opportunity that to take one step back and just see this whole thing as a movie, this drama thing that this friend of yours, this woman or man is, is being really like chaotic. And you can see like, wow. It's 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 a movie. You're watching a movie. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> there's been times where I've experienced that, but I tend to space out a little bit, like indifferent, but space out. So then the person is talking, 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 and it's like that that happens. <laughs> it's awkward. Right. And, and, it's then awkward. and then they're thinking I don't care or if I'm not sensitive and this and that, but at the same time, it just happens like that. Right. Yeah. 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 And so what is the question? 
The question is, is that what happens? Like you were giving an example, like when you say you come back and you're looking at the busyness and you're spaced out, like there's a spacing out where it's quiet and now it looks like a screen, right? Yeah, yes. And so what is the question? There is no question. It's just, oh, okay. uh, it's just a okay. cross-referencing with what you were saying. Yes. So, yeah. And, you know, there are moments you may feel guilty because, you know, conventionally you should be engaged into this and feel bad, you know, a part of you, because we've been programmed that, oh, you should be engaged in this thing. And you also feel sorry for him and feel bad, but you don't feel anything, right? You experience that? Yes. You, and then I tried to think about Papaji saying love for all beings and Om Shanti Shanti. And then it just confuses me because now I'm right. indifferent and then I'm supposed to be, you know, you feel bad about being indifferent. Yeah, but he's not, he's saying love for all beings and Shanti Shanti, but doesn't mean you have to suffer or be engaged in their drama. That's not what he's saying. You're holding the space, you're there and you're hearing it. And you have compassion because they're suffering, but you're not suffering. So a part of the mind comes and says, oh, Shadi, shame on you. You should be suffering, but you're not feeling anything because you're out of it. And, and you're, doing, you're, you're on the right path. You're awakening to the drama, to the story of life. It's different than being numb. Okay, numb is different. People who have numbed because they've gone through traumas in their lives and now they're numb. And we have a lot of them in our family, in our, around us, people who are numb. That's a different story than those who are awakening. There's, there's a distinction between them. You can tell when someone's numb or someone is not engaged in the story. So you're not numbing, you're simply starting to see through the images, that it's images. This is just like a projector is projecting a story on a flat screen and you're seeing it. Oh, it's, this is a movie and it's gonna end in two hours and I'm gonna go live my life. But right now, yeah, the movie is very interesting. It's very engaging but it's just a movie. So to link that to what we were, you were previously saying on the wall, everything is the self. So the movie is then the self and you're now observing it as the, the full complete self. Yes, yeah. So all the characters and are part of the self. Everything is, everything is, yeah, everything, all everything. Anything you see, anything good, bad, up, down, deep, shallow they're all that one so they're all that one and then now you're basically pulling out and looking at it as separate well there's an awakening there's an appearance there's an appearance of an awakening happening there's an appearance it looks like a part of itself which you or me is waking up to the story it looks like it you're waking up to the story. It appears that Shadi is awakening through her spiritual work. She's starting to awaken and seeing that, wow, this is a story. 
but it's the same shadi that before was pretending that everything is real. You, you weren't doing it purposely. It's a part of the function of the whole thing, of the script that in it, a number of people throughout this life awaken to realize that this whole thing is just simply a lila, a game, a dance that consciousness, God is playing with itself. And we can give it reasons why it's doing it. And, you know, one of the reasons we can give it is like, yeah, it wants to experience life. It wants to experience material. It wants to experience the drama. It wants to experience failure and glory and defeat because it's its natural state. It's just in stillness all the time. So it got bored and said, okay, let me just manifest things. They're all myself. And let's just have some fun with it. Let's experience drama. Let's experience loss, heartbreak. I don't know what heartbreak is unless I fall in love with this person and the, or I lose my child. Now I experience heartbreak. But in my original state, there is nothing. So how can I experience heartbreak? Then I'm just going to create the child and create my create this person and create this attachment, this love, this loss, and then I create the heartbreak. Now I'm experiencing the heartbreak. Okay, now I want to experience glory or, or winning. So I will create, I have to create something. What do I win? Who do I win over? Okay, now I want to experience defeat that I lost everything. Okay. Then again, I need to create a duality for it that I lost to something. So it keeps creating these different aspects. And all of them happen with the opposite. None of them you can have it without the other. Because, yeah, I'm a winner in life. Over what? Your winning requires the defeat of something else. You have to win over something. Otherwise, winning is meaningless. Winning, just winning Winning against what? There has to be something. You won something, right? Otherwise, the word winning is, is, doesn't mean anything. Or loss. I lost. You have to lose something, right? It's an object you have to lose. Whether it's in heart, love, emotions, or things. I lost my money in stock market. I lost my money in real estate. I, 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 I have... Lost my money in stuff or investments, bad investments, bad companies. There has to be an object involved in that. So you can experience it. Otherwise, there is no experience. It needs its counterpart. So the it's mind is part of the illusion, whatever screen we're talking about. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. It appears like it's, I decide to say, oh, I need to go downstairs and make myself a drink. Like, and then it does that. Or it could have 10 different things and one of them happens, but it still was out of a thought. It didn't come out of thin air. Yeah, it's an object. It's an object. But some objects come into appearance of like, it seems like the mind brings it into appearance somehow. Yeah, it does. It does. Like the creation of this world is created out of the mind because 
you experience it every time we sit together and you go in silence, where does the, the world go? What happened to it? 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, before we started talking, you went into that place. The world disappeared. You went into this deep place. There was no thoughts and everything disappeared with it. We've been on this journey together many, many times and not even this life. We have been together for a very long time. That's why we recognize each other. This is not our first rodeo. That's why this tune, you, you dance to this tune. It resonates. This song resonates to you. And the theme of the song is be quiet. Because when you're quiet, there's no thoughts. Everything disappears. Even your body disappears. Close your eyes and sit and go to this place. Unless you physically touch yourself, your body disappears. Examine it. We can try it right now. Let's check it out. Just sit, be quiet, dive in within, go into deep, deep silence beyond the mind. And then there, there's no, your body is not there anymore. Unless you look for it, there's nowhere to be found. Only when you remember you have one, it, it comes back to manifestation. That's why by the death of your body, you don't go anywhere. You, you, you don't die. Because your existence has never had anything to do with this body coming and going. You've had many of them. Thousands of these bodies have come and gone. None of them have anything to do with you. You just get to observe them. Because they had, they had something to do with you. You could have, they wouldn't change like this so dramatically. Yeah. The more you're quiet and you are still, the more the world becomes ridiculous. It's like this saga, you know, and this thing is spinning and spinning and, you know, it's doing its thing. And, and the more you're just looking at it from the outside and it's like, <laughs> you're just laughing at it. It's like, it's got this thing. It's very real. The news, the people, you know, they appear to you and they're really passionate about their country and their, their planet and, and this and that. And the more you're just like looking at it, like the more you get detached from it, the more you become free from it. And you can't buy it anymore. You can't really, it doesn't affect you. Oh, it's global warming and, and fuel disaster and the planet is going to end. And you're just like, oh my God. Okay. Mm, so what? Okay. It's like, all right, something which is not real is going to end. I mean, you don't give a shit because it's not real. And you can see through it, it's not real. So you can't get really passionate about it. Oh, they're destroying the, the forest, but the forest doesn't even exist. Oh, they're destroying the planet. They're destroying the water, the air. Yeah, but you can't buy any of these things anymore. So you start to become free from it, free from the story. Even your own story, you don't buy it anymore. I mean, it starts with your own story first. You, you don't even buy your own dramas anymore because you start seeing none of it is real. But, you know, you can't, I can't come and say this to somebody on the street because it's very real to them. They have to develop and expand, you know, from this way of looking at things. They start to 
looking like this all the time. And now it's opening up, it's expanding. And then the, you start to see it's subtle and it takes time. And yeah, there's time that it appears that you're struggling and you're going through a struggle. That struggle is like the caterpillar is shedding and it's becoming the butterfly and it's struggling to get out of this shell, making holes into this shell and it's opening its wings. So that's where you're at. You're in this transformation, metamorphosis of the, the caterpillar to the butterfly and it's weird and it's confusing but it's happening and you're opening your wings means you're going to fly. So you're no longer going to have to crawl on the ground. You're going to fly and you're going to become free of being stuck on the ground in one area. Now you can just free to be, to go wherever you want to go. And that's what's happening of recognizing it. The mind is becoming more quiet. You're still, and the more you, you're not, attached you're not up and down to the pendulum pendulum of life things are going really well and you're very happy and things go the swing and not going your way your way and you're identified and you're miserable so you're neither too happy nor miserable you're finding this place that's observing being very happy and it's observing being miserable but it's not happy or miserable you're finding the center and you're identifying to the center. That doesn't mean you don't experience emotions. I'm not talking about you become a robot and you don't experience or feel anything. Yes, you feel, sense happiness. And if disease comes or something happens, you feel the pain. Your senses are working. The body, you experience it, but you're not engaged with it. There is a there is a distance to it. There is a separation to all of it. And in that separation, you begin to discover the center, the focal point that doesn't have ups and downs. And you get more established in that place. As you get more established in that place, you begin to experience you are free. Oh my God, I am free from this whole thing. This whole thing can go to hell. And I don't give a shit because it's not real. This is real. Where is not affected, where it's always still. It's this inside me, it's quiet and still. Yet outside of me, there's all these world dramas happening. All these characters come and go. All these countries being born, countries being destroyed. Kingdoms, they, they come and go. Prime Minister. Presidents come and go, cities changing, you know, your favorite building got demolished and they built something else. Oh, I used to go to this field near my home and it was all grass and flowers. Now they came and destroyed it and they built them all. Everything's going to change all the time, constantly. And you're observing the change, but you're not involved with it. You're not resisting it and you're not promoting it. You simply are aware of it, but your attention is to the still point. And the more your attention is in this place, 
the more you realize what's coming and going is a part of the dream and you're free from it. And the quality of your life changes. The quality of your life starts to change. There's a deep sense of peace takes over. Worries, anxieties, fears start to disappear. You feel protected. You feel centered. You feel the presence of Her Majesty, Lord God, in you all the time around you. Your intuitive voice is directing you in the midst of all these minds and all these chaos. You know how to go around everything. And you find like-minded family, friends who are on the same path and the noise and the drama and chaos of the world doesn't affect you any longer. So you become free from it. And that's gold. That's heaven. That's the entering into the kingdom of heaven. Because while you're living in this body, in this world, but you have freed yourself from it. And that's really worth trying. To, to achieve, to get to. Uh, can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sometimes you mentioned like the, the, the script, right? Right. And it's like, it's like there's like different scripts that it's like part of the script, but simultaneously, at the same time, isn't it like the absolute is like, uh, has the will to like change everything? Yeah. 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 But right now the absolute is willing its will is to awaken to awaken you. Yeah. You know? And it seems like it's a long process, but it's it's not. Yeah. Because you're rapidly awakening, yeah. rapidly awakening. And yeah. and a deeper sense of a different sense of security is taking place. You're starting to realize like nothing can ever touch you. Nothing can ever happen to you, not the body, to the truth of who you are. Your awareness cannot be touched no yeah. matter what they do to you. They may cut your arm. You're still aware. They may torture you. You're still aware. They may give you $20 million. You're still aware. You may find the man of your life, you're still aware. You may lose the man of your life, you're still aware. Mm. You've got to realize that it cannot be taken away from you by any force. Yeah. And that's your power. Yeah. And that can shift everything and anything. And it's, yes. and it's, yeah. it's totally freedom. Yeah. Yeah, total freedom. You're finding yeah. an inner freedom that no matter what happens in the outside world, it can never be touched. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, as you say, it doesn't matter if I'm rich or I'm poor or if I lose or win or if I'm beautiful or ugly or sick or healthy or whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if anything happens to you, you, you become poor or you get ugly or you get sick, That's also a part of the plan to help you find that, that inner freedom faster. Yeah. That's a part, because then you start seeing it that, oh, existence is making me homeless. Yeah. Or it's going to give you a lot of things, whatever it does, 
or it keeps you in the same financial status, but it's all helping you to recognize that freedom. It's not malice intention. It's not trying to punish you. It's simply helping you to recognize that freedom. And it finds a, ne a necessity to make you homeless right now. And that homelessness is not going to last either. It's going to change. But the one who's not trained and doesn't have the awareness says, oh, my God, God, life is so cruel and God is punishing me and I'm becoming homeless. But the one who's awakened realizes that this homelessness is going to fortify mm -hmm. and it's going to make your understanding stronger and deeper in, in becoming free. It's actually happening to make you free, not to make you become a slave. Yeah. And so now you're looking at it differently. It's the same event happening to you and someone else, but to you, it's empowering you to freedom. To somebody else, it's making them depressed and they want to kill themselves because they became homeless. Mm -hmm. And I'm using this extreme situation. You know, it's probably not going to happen to maybe any of us, hopefully, but I'm using these extreme situations as an example. So every, t every time I lost in my life, every time I went through periods of being really lonely and not connecting to people, feeling really like isolated, now I realize it was all designed to bring me to where I'm at and to discover who I am. But at no point, God consciousness was enjoying making me suffer. It wasn't like they were having fun or trying to punish. It was all out of love to help me realize the truth of who I am, to get centered, mm -hmm. to become this mountain that nothing can shake it. Mm -hmm. You know? So... And sometimes they may, they may just take everything. They take your hair away by a cancer. They take, you know, your beauty away. They take your clothes away. They just rip you from everything that you're hanging on to. If it's necessarily, that teaching is necessary. Yeah. And leaving you naked at the end. And they say, okay, now who are you? It's not coming from malice intention. It's all to help you become completely free. Yeah, and also uh, all these things that are happening on the path, also it opens up so that you connect to uh, people that supposed to, um, uh, that you're supposed to be connected to as well. Absolutely. Yeah. They have to, they're either, or teach you something. There's a, like a hidden contract that, this person agreed that is going to show up in your life at this point and cheat you. You mm -hmm. got an agreement and they're going to come and, and they're going to come and cheat you mm -hmm. because you're supposed to learn this lesson by being cheated and learn not to become the victim, not to think you're a victim, but actually you're a victor. So even the people show up in your life, even if you're advanced and they do something to you, they're all part of the deal to come and teach you something. You've already made this agreement before that they show up to teach you something, whatever that is, that you need to learn this thing. And then you keep moving. Yeah.
And your consciousness get to a point that you're never a victim. No matter what anyone does to you, you are never a victim. You never see it that way anymore. Yeah, and also uh, maybe someone uh, looks at you and thinks that she's a victim, but uh, uh, you know that it's not true. It's just no, yeah. their perspective, right? It's like right. It's, it's not the truth. It's absolutely right. the truth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You, you, you don't care what they think. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you know what's up. Yeah, you see through it. You, yeah, see, you see through you it. You see through everything. Yeah. Yes. You start seeing through everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm very grateful for, I'm very grateful for everything, uh, all the guidance uh, that you've been given. I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. You, I, I'm grateful you hung in there and, and you, you didn't, you didn't quit, you know, you hung in there and now you're starting to see, I can see your transformation, Elijah, mm -hmm. in past few months, something has really shifted, something majorly shifted, you're starting to see it mm -hmm. and, you know, see it and smell it and hear it and feel it and, you know, Yes, right. starting to see it. Yeah, starting to yeah. know it. Or, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's clicking. It's it's falling into pieces. It's, yeah. yeah, it's revealing itself. Hmm. And the and the fears. Um, it is like the fear. I've really like been facing my fears. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe there will be more fears that I need to face, but. As you say, it just comes and goes. It appears and it disappears. And what appears, yeah. what appears is not, it's not the truth. The truth is deeper than what is appearing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, you know, we all do. I mean, I have fears appearing to me here and there every once in a while, and then they disappear. Yeah. You can't help it not feeling fear. Sometimes it's very strong and it takes you over for a day or two. But since none of it is real, mm. it can't last very long. It disappears. Yeah. It, and also, like, I, yeah. Yeah, also, go ahead. I experiencing that like these uh, uh, things, this energy that has been like uh, stuck in my system and in my body, you know, like the emotions and experiences and uh thoughts or whatever they are coming up right and it's so uh, intense and i'm feeling it and i'm going through it and i'm experiencing it but at the same time there is like this um awareness or consciousness that is like uh, knowing that this experience is just an experience that is appearing and then it will so it's like it, it, it's uh it's losing its grip on me uh, you yes. understand yes. yeah it's, yeah yeah it's like this it's like this uh maybe a tornado comes right and it's like and it's like but yeah, it comes like a storm yeah you know it's like a it's in havoc and it's coming a dark cloud with rain you're driving like i was driving from arizona to la in the middle of the desert 
I mean, the storm came that it was so strong that I couldn't, I had to slow down from 70 miles to 20 miles, drop, you know, the speed. And then it was, I, and I wanted to stop, but I didn't know, I couldn't see who was behind me. I wanted to pull over because I couldn't see anymore. And I'm just like holding on this, but I can't pull over because I don't even see what's next to me. It was like everything got so dark and rainy. Like I'm in this little bubble car and I, all I do is I'm just going a little slow, hoping nobody's gonna hit me and I can't see the road. So I don't even know if I'm going straight or not, but it didn't last very long. Mm. And then finally I, I went through it. It just ended. So everything became clear again. But when it's happening, you can't deny it. You can't say it's not happening. And so when the storm of life hits you, you know, and all of a sudden, let's say your landlord comes or something happens, they say, okay, you have to leave this house in two days, for, for example, or, or you have, you're deported, you have to leave this country in 24 hours, or I don't know, something happened. You can't, you can't say, okay, I'm not feeling nervous, or I, I, I need to boogie, I need to tighten up. I, you know, you feel the pressure, you feel the emotions, but in the meantime, you know that this too will pass. In a few days, it's all gone. You know that, you're seasoned. Mm. So in a moment, you have to react to what is happening right now, but you, you fall back into your center after you deal with what is happening. It doesn't take away from your awareness. It doesn't take away from the truth of who you are. So yes, we're saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. You got it. You're, you're understanding it. Can you tie in the rebirth um, if you have time, whatever topic you were going to speak about, or you want to leave that for another time? I think that would be great that we um, talk about it maybe next Wednesday. Um, it's a juicy topic, and a lot of people... They're they're curious about it and they want to know about it. So yeah, it's a. I, I think it would be better if we keep it for next week. Okay, just one thing. You know when you always say there's no free will, everything has already been just whatever you say that it's been printed, written and printed and all that. Is this based on a knowing you have, or it's just so if yes. it's already been printed, then that means we're really in the past of something that was already written and now it's playing itself out. In a way, yes. Yeah, it's a base. Answering your first part of the question, my, my teacher told me about this. I didn't find about it out of nowhere. And then I trusted my teacher and I, I started examining it. And then as the great change happened in my life, I realized that there is no free will. But when, when we say there is no free will, we have to add something to it because there is no free will because there is no individual, single individual separated from the whole either. Because to have free will, you have to be an independent entity, okay? Not separ separated from everything else. Your existence cannot be depending on other things. If your existence is depending on other things, then other things continuously influencing your choices. 
So your free will is not your own. I give you an example. Let's say you mentioned like you guys go to Vancouver skiing a couple of times a year, right? British Columbia, yeah. Yeah, British Columbia. So you, you know, but that is depending on other, other things. So you have decided to go to British Columbia for a week or two skiing. But if your mom comes up with an emergency surgery, God forbid, then you're not going to go. You're going to stay where you are to take care of your mom, right? Or you're just going to say hell with her and I'm going to go skiing. Yeah. You understand? No, I understand that part. If there's non-duality, then everything is intertwined. Intertwined. Or you're planning on flying to British Columbia to go skiing and then one of the most blizzards of century happens. So that's not your free will. It's just a really hardcore storm happened. So you need to delay it and fly when you can. So you're this free will we talk about it is very much dependent on a lot of other factors, forces that they need to cooperate for you to do whatever you want to do. But Again, since we're just seeing things like this, we don't see it. We think, oh, I decided I'm going to manifest the love of my life. Or I decided that I'm going to make a lot of money or be successful or go to dental school. And then I'm not considering millions of other elements that I have to come hand in hand to provide the ground for me to to take that journey. So this is a part of our ignorance and a part of our short-sightedness because we just, as, but as you're expanding, you're starting to see like nothing I do in this life is independent from everything else. The entire existence has to agree on whatever I do. And I don't have any influence on the entire existence. I have the, the maybe I have an in, influence on my own thoughts or doings, maybe, which that doesn't even, it's not real. But what about all these other stuff that are going hand in hand and allowing me, allowing me to do something? So when you're expanding your vision, you start to see like your free will is only an illusion. It's not an independent thing on its own. So what should we, what kind of topic should we give to this week? Um, webinar talk what did we really talk about the gap <laughs> the gap hmm. i don't know so anyway it seems like if it's all written then an awakening and not awakening it's all part of it anyway so it's not like there's anything to achieve it's gonna whatever is there is there as is right but you can you can't in the same time if it's not on in your book if it's in your book that you're just going to sit down and not do anything for the rest of your life, then that's what's going to happen. But if it's in written in your story that you're going to try to achieve something, then you're going to do that. But there's nothing to achieve if it's all emptiness. I, I understand, I but that, if that's not in your destiny, then you're going to try, even though you may come to the understanding. The bottom line is, Whatever you do is exactly that's what you were meant to do. Try to achieve or not try to achieve. That's all a part of your path. 
I know the mind, the mind goes crazy when you think about it. The mind cannot handle this. So that's why I'm saying at one point, we need to go beyond the mind because the mind wants to go crazy. Well, what do you mean? But, I'm, but you know, I, I came this far and now you're saying that there's nothing I can do, but, you know, the mind will go crazy. That's why you have to quit the mind and go beyond the mind where there is, there is no mind. Because the mind cannot figure this out. It doesn't have the ability to figure it out or to understand it. But the heart does. The heart understands it. That's why it's a journey from the head to the heart. It's a migration from analytical thinking to being. And we're all on the path of that. We're all in this journey right now. It's happening to all of us in this moment. Some of us may be a few steps ahead of the others, but that's what is going on. So every time you remember that part, then you can just relax for even if it's for a few moments. You relax into the fact that you are on this journey and you're in good hands and you don't have to worry about it. You're taken care of. We're all taken care of. It's all, all is well. It's all good. Nothing to worry about. All right. So, my dear, any questions? Any more comments? Anything anybody would like to share? I was just we... going to say thank you. Really. Uh, it really welcome. hits my heart today. So, thank you. Yeah, great. Yeah. It's when I was with my teacher, and I'm still with my teacher, and my teacher appears in different ways because. I don't consider myself graduated. I consider myself a student. So, and even though I don't see my teacher in his old form, but every once in a while, the teaching comes. The guru appears and reminds me again and keeps working me. That's why we come back together. That's why we keep hearing the same message from different angles over and over and over again. That's why we talk about just let's be quiet, go back into silence, go back into the center over and over and over and over again. And then one of those times it's, it hits or it gets more deepened. I watch YouTube videos from other teachers. I listen to, hi, Anneli, you're finally here. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and I love it. You know, sometimes I may get bored. I lose my patience. I have to watch something else. I don't force myself, but I just listen to all these different teachers when it calls me. And it's always beautiful. It's always like, sometimes I may listen to Alan Watts for 45 minutes. So, you know, sometimes I may just listen to them for five minutes. Or Ramana Maharishi or Robert or or whomever that I just, something inside me draws me to. And it's always like right on, you know, it just always brings you back into the center. Because as I mentioned, there's no really graduation. You're always expanding more into the infinite because it's infinite. It doesn't stop at one point. It keeps expanding more and more and more until you disappear, you disappear into that. 
I remember this teacher a long time ago. This was in 1978, Sufi Baba. We were in Sedona. And that was like the only time I met him, a few times. And one time he looked at me and said, Zaratustra. I was like, yes, sir. Get lost and be lost forever. I was like shocked. Get lost and be lost forever. And then it took me like a number of years before I realized what he's saying. Get lost and be lost forever. So lost at last in the disappearing into the one. Because I can never understand the oneness and the infinite. But I can become one with it, the matter of saying. So if I dip in this glass into the ocean, so I have the ocean in a glass, okay? And if I pour this ocean water back into the ocean, where is it now? How can I get it back? It's gone. It's lost. It's lost into the ocean forever. It was always ocean water. But now that I poured it back into the ocean, you can never go find those particles and bring them back. There, there it's the ocean again. And the same thing in this business, business of awakening. It comes to a point like you go beyond your mind. Nobody, there's nobody there understanding the absolute. The person who wants to understand the absolute disappears and all remains is the absolute. No one is trying to understand the infinity. infinite. Infinite is going to be the only thing there is. And you're all very, very, very close. Closer than what you can imagine. Just hang in there. Don't get frustrated. Just hang in there. It's happening. You know, you're just inches away from it. You're very, very close to it. You're on the right path. God loves you very much. Tremendously. Tremendous love that God has for all of us. That... Her Majesty, the Supreme Being, has brought us to this point in our lives and downloading this wisdom and this knowledge to us in, a, in this weird way, in this settings, in this theater. And we all have gone through our own challenges in life. We had, you know, we have lost, we have gained, we've gone through loneliness, we have gone through isolation. We've gone through periods that we felt were not good enough, were not worthy or loved. We've gone through all kinds of stages. But now we're all here. And it's important we realize that we're in very good hands. Mama, Papa is carrying you, is taking you home. And regardless of what's happening in the world, all these craziness, uncertainty, None of it is going to touch you. Whether, no matter what happens, you just stay in your center. Don't worry about it. Nothing is going to touch you, no matter what happens. Even they blow up nuclear weapons, it's not going to touch you. You are beyond that. When you come to your heart, you find God. You find the presence in your heart. You rise above anything of the world. You rise above the worldly stuff. The worldly stuff cannot touch you because you have come to the Her, Her Majesty. You have come to the 
to the master. The master is beyond any armies, any economy, any world dramas. You have come to the refuge of the master, of the one. All these other stuff in the world are creations of the one. Her majesty has created the world. So when you take refuge to her majesty, you are elevated above the world. So you don't need to worry about anything. Don't let your mind take you into these dark valleys of what's going to happen to me. Nothing bad is going to happen to you. You are 100% taken care of. I love you very much. Within, hopefully, God willing, by the end of this week, I'm going to put my uh, European tour on my website. Already, I think we put Germany and Poland. And, and uh, Norway is going to be ready soon. And I need to take care of Sweden. And my retreat in Tulum with Baramji in next day or two, we're going to put it out and email it. And it's come very beautifully. I'm very proud of it because I spent a lot of time tuning it in and setting up all these different events we're going to be doing. So I'm really excited about it and I'm going to put it out. And I'm excited I'm coming to Europe and a lot of you I'm going to see in person. So that's really fun. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> Love you very much. <laughs> Thank you for being in my life and your love and support. It's very valuable to me. Namaste. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, what, nice. is, what, is, what is your uh, Tell me your name. In, in, Ingeborg. Ingeborg. Yes. Where, where, where are I'm, you from, Ingeborg? I'm from Norway, Oslo Norway. right now. Yes, all it's right, a long time right. since I've uh been with you but it's it was so lovely to watch into you this this show and just hearing your voice it's it gives such good vibrations and so much healing so thank you thank you thank you you're welcome Ingrid. very welcome come and yeah. visit us come and visit us anytime your heart desires yes thank you yeah you're thank always you. welcome yeah thank you it's lovely it's lovely yeah, you're, uh, you're good, thanks. so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It, 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 <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The old saying, it says, it takes one to know one. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. Very mm. good. So you're coming to Europe soon. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm starting from, uh, uh, from Poland. Yes. And then I come to Norway. I come to... Uh, Hamar, right? Did I pronounce it correctly? Are you Fine. going to Hamar? I've lived yeah. there for 12 years. Yes, it's always, yeah. you know, it's called the patient landscape, the Hamar region. But there yes. are so many spiritual people living there behind each little hill. Very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my dear sister Hilde, she yeah. always organizes for me. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're very welcome to come to Hamad, you know, if you want. Yeah, to. yeah. Oh, come. I will welcome you. Come and come and yeah, I'll be there for six days. So come and visit us. In 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 August or when? No, it's going to be uh, October twelve uh, twelve to, to eighteenth. 
18. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 You'll yeah. see if 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 it happens, you'll come and visit us there. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. You okay. can find me on Facebook. You know, we can we can co connect if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thank okay. You. Good. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>